All right. Here we go. It's good to see y'all. Oh, represent. I see you. Winning. Very nice. All right. Luna, you are looking fine this morning. Luna is a uh, doodle of some sort. She's she's like a she's like one of the original doodles. Yes, she's like a, a golden doodle. She's bigger than Melissa. So um, this is good. Doctor John, are you in your pajamas? Yes. Are you on vacation? Is this like a mountain cabin somewhere? Are you skiing? Are you skiing? Guys, Doctor John is off skiing. We are. We are very glad for you. We are very also impressed. This is, I won't do that stuff anymore. All right. We're good. Gretchen, do you have an orchid that is coming over the, over the top of your screen here? This is a, this is a beautiful flower. What's going on there? It's Japanese quince. Just, you guys, it's just a Japanese quince. <laughs> But you, you made half of, of everybody else smile. All the, uh, the faces in the room just went like, oh, cool. So, well done, you. We have started in Supta Please join us. We've got active hip openers today. And um, it's not a replay of Saturday, but it's going to be close. So, take a few moments to land. And then you bring your hands to your legs. So want there is sit on your thighs on the quadricep muscles. So not on the top pressing down, but on the quadricep muscles. And then just give a little press out toward your knees. And so release of that. Feel the muscle can slide back into place. And so the, the action here, outward. Go again with that. And then inward. You pair that with your breath. So on your inhale, hands move out toward the knees. And on the exhale, the hands release that slowly. Do two more just like that. Timing the pressure of your hand with the timing of your breath. Then we move side to side. So next, inhale, only the right hand. Exhale, same idea. It's going to let go slowly until both hands are light. Then we'll move to the other side. Excuse the light hand. Go side to side, two more rounds. Steadying the pace of your breath. Real subtle action. By paying attention to the sensation. To the hip opening, also focusing the mind into something really subtle, fully engaged. Come back, use 
soften both hands. Then we're going to roll to the right side. We're just going to get these puppies done. So, uh, roll onto your right side, knees together, feet together. Those of you who've been here for a little bit this week, uh, you know what, or last week, you know what these are. The, uh, the favorite, the clamshell. Knees are stacked, hips are stacked. Take your left hand to your hip, the top of the hip structure there. Do this. Let the hips kind of rock back. Let them rock back over toward their own side. And then rock them forward. But this is not the exercise we're doing. But rock them back, rock them forward. Feel what that's like. Then stack them and use the hand that's on the, uh, the upper hip to hold things there. Now you're going to pick up your left knee just a little bit. Hover it above the right. Just a little hover. Pay attention to your hips. As you lift the left knee further, feet stay together. You're going to lift the knee as far as you can without the hips rocking back. Slow release of that just to the hover point. And then we're going to continue to do that. You're going to move again with your breath, paying attention to what's going on at your hips. We're not going to let them rock back and forth. And we're going to keep that uh, kind of just little space between the knees when you're releasing if you need to rest do but if you can keep that little bit of hover so we're not fully letting go the idea is these muscles that are under your hand and then you can like spread your hand out wide because that is your hip you can touch the whole thing feel the muscles work to lift the thigh and don't go further than that engages. So like all of us could point our knee at the ceiling, not the point. If your knee goes too high, these things will let go. You'll start to move into momentum. So you're not gonna let the hand that's on the top hip move from side to side. So you're getting a little bit rocked back. Just there and don't go as high with your knee. Last one. Then you can let the knee release, pause, breathe. Be glad you only have two legs. And then back to center slowly. We're going to take a moment at center just to let things release. And then other side. And so here's one of the important things. We're going to start again with that. Uh, just give yourself either a block or an arm underneath your head so that you can feel really comfortable in the head and neck. The hand on the hip, let your hip now, don't be dramatic about it. Let it just rock back a tiny little bit, let it rock forward a tiny little bit. Just a tiny little bit like you think that couldn't matter. It matters. Rock back to fully stacked. Little bit back, a little forward, pause. Keep it right, uh, right stacked on top of the top knee then. Uh, you're gonna just hover it maybe an inch, a couple inches above bottom knee. Now move the top leg without that little bit of rock. Right? So yeah, that little bit of rock is what allows the knee to go higher. And if we wanted this to be a range of motion exercise, we would surely let that happen. We want it to be uh, just these, these little short muscles here that are the external rotators. We want it to be exercise for those. I use the word exercise, strengthening for those, engaging for those. Uh, although if you like exercise, it's an exercise for those.
And if someone walked in right now and saw we were doing this, uh, they would think we were doing nothing. Does that make sense? Like, it doesn't look like very much action, but you, anyone feeling it? Yeah, it gets hard after a while. So the hips here are slightly rocked back. Rock them a little forward. There you go. There you go. No. If you put your hand here, like where the pocket is, that pocket is a perfect example. Now go uh, like you're moving the pocket only. Yeah. But see how the hip wants to roll with that? That's really human. Keep working there. Now only go as far as you. Yeah. It won't look like much. Really good. Do you feel that? <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> Basically, we're all doing this because Dr. John is skiing and we want him to have really like safe knees on his skis. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, I mean, we do want that for, for him. Keep your feet together if you can. So it's not leg lifts. Your the feet stay together the whole time like leapfrogs. Mm -hmm. It's a rotation. Good. One more though. And then come on back to center. Take your time. Unwind, pause. It's cool. We've been working these for a long time. Uh, breath in. And breath out. Then bring your knees to your chest. And just give them a good hug in. Nose to knees, knees to nose. Press yourself up to seated. I'm gonna face the, uh, the face y'all in front of the mat. You stay facing the front of your mat. And we're sitting cross-legged. Just one leg in front, whichever one you want. Take a moment, sit to the front of your sitting bones, whatever that means for you. We're gonna work with the uh, straddle out to the side and in. So if you need to change your positioning or you need to change your propping for this, go for it. Hands at heart, arms up in cactus. You're gonna take the legs out into your straddle and then cross the other leg in front, ankles in, right? And we're gonna to try to pick up the legs and not drag them on the floor, but you, uh, you know, just get there how you get there, right? Now, this is like those clamshells. The more we lean back, the easier it's gonna be and the less our hips have to do. So a lot of times, like, we'll see this in boat, like we'll rock back to boat, which everyone loves boat anyway. <laughs> but boat is actually easier in this case. So if you want, like, to move through a boat, you can. But if you want to make more of the hip muscle strengthening, try not to lean back. Try to go as upright as you can go. So this isn't happening each time. Chest lifting is happening each time. Right? Yeah. It's going to be much harder. Much less, uh, yeah, much less flashy and also a lot harder. Are we getting there? Like, like this, this entire class is called like no flash, really hard. <laughs> like taking pictures in the dark. Yeah, it's like photographing a black dog in the dark. That's what we're doing. Those of you with black labs, you know what I'm talking about, right? You're like, oh, he's so cute. He's doing such a cute. Oh, well, there's just like two eyes. <laughs> One more round. You're going to end with uh, whatever leg in front that you've got. Pause, sit upright, and just feel what's going on. Breathe in and breathe out. Then we're going to go chin to chest. 
and let your head move around. And there's a good chance there's some echoes of action in your hips right now. Be with that, but you know, draw up through the top of your sternum and chin in toward that notch in your collarbones each time you come through center. So you're lifting up out of the hips. And coming back to center line, pause. And take some shoulder shrugs. So you bring your head back up to the top of your spine. Let the shoulder girdle move around. Yeah. Nice. The sounds the dumpster is making outside. It's like our shoulders. <laughs> Those of us that went out Saturday night, that's how your shoulders are feeling. Jen came in and admitted to being an adult on Saturday night. Has anyone done Saturday night adulting recently? It takes like three days to recover. <laughs> One more round. Shoulder blades. Please together and down your back. Take a moment there, just like in the overdoing it kind of uh, position, then soften that out until it's just enough. We're going to twist. So right hand to left knee, left hand behind you. And, uh, work your hand around, if you can, to the outside of the knee so that you're holding, uh, kind of the fingers are down underneath, and now press the knee into the hand. So the knee is pressing down into the hand. Anyone feeling that? Oh, good. On an inhale, unwind. Come on back to center. We're just going to do that little cross, uncross thing. So you got the other leg in front. And lift, turn, other side. Again, you're going to take the hand to the outside if you can. Wrap the fingers under if you can. Press the knee down into the hand. So the leg is grounding. That's part of the twist, right? You're also getting the resistance of the hand to the leg and the leg pressing out with resistance. It's one of the reasons we do twists uh, across the body is to get this leg action into the twist, to start the twist at the hips. One more breath here. And then come on back to center and Sit tall. Again, one thing we're going to do is like lift the ribs away from the hips. That's going to help us in this next one. Come to the edges of your feet, press them down, and stand up. Keep the feet crossed. Press your feet into the floor and sit down. Yep, just take your time. There's no rush. There's no race. That was a good idea to sit on a block. Like, oh, very good. <laughs> Other leg in front. Okay. Now, you don't have to do it with no hands, but here's what we're, we're going for. We're going for hands out of it. Press the feet down and stand up. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to. Give yourself the opportunity to at least start that way. And if you want to put the hands down to the floor just in case, like that's just, that's legit. Like, don't be scared. There, there's none of this that should be scary. I'm going to flip across the legs again. If you want, it can help to, you know, we said lift the rib cage. You might lift your arms. That's what that's doing. It's helping you lift the rib cage as you come to standing. And then again, it might still be good to put the hands down as you come down. If you need to use your hands to do this, no big deal. But try this. Try rocking forward. Try rocking your weight forward. And use the hand in front of you rather than behind you. See if you can get that kind of forward action. Just to train yourself to go forward rather than back. One more time. Slowly down. And then switch sides. So what I'm talking about there, if you're still using hands, 
no big deal. But if you reach behind you to push yourself up from behind, which is common, we're just pop it, pausing for a moment. Um, if you if you press it from behind, that's fine, but you're never going to get trained to go forward and up. Does that make sense? If I always lean back here and push off, it's not going to help me go here. So rock a little forward and you can use a hand or two hands in front instead of behind you. Yeah, yeah. And then sit back down. Pause, Baddha Konasana. Feet come apart, which means we're not going to stand up again. Hands together and bow over. This is your sign. I'm, I'm looking for Pavlovian conditioning here. Um, so that you know when it's time we can just like no more of that nonsense. Breathe in and breathe out. Is that like getting up and down off the floor yoga? Uh, you know, there are some poses that that really does help with. Learning to uh, to do that, some transitions it help with. It helps with. Mostly we're just doing that for longevity and you know, mobility, agility. Get stronger and stronger at getting yourself up off the floor physically and uh, emotionally. Next inhale, come on up. We're going to come around to hands and knees and have at some cat and cow action, whether it's forward and back and side to side. Maybe you get a little, little jump rope action. But let the torso move around. Our way back to center, tuck the toes, come on up to down dog. And take a few moments here. You want to move around, go for it. Do that with the same kind of awareness we've been using. How you move right, is being registered by your mind. Your mind's directing how you move, what's going on. If you find any points of interest, stay with them. Also, points of interest can be defined as uh, tight spaces, little rough spots. You don't have to push through them. It doesn't really help when something's under tension to create more tension uh, or create stress around it. But it doesn't help to avoid it either. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. And feet wide apart. Mat distance is good. Maybe wider than mat distance if you're taller. Let your head drop. Let your brain drain. And you're going to keep this positioning in the body. So rib cage to thighs or you put blocks between. We're going to bring the hands to the outsides of the shins. So uh, hands to the outsides of shins, fingertips point down. Press your hands in and then press your legs out to meet that isometric pressure here. Training the knees to stay over the ankles. So you're 
thinking all the time in our standing posture, in our folds. We want knees to point same direction as a second toe. We want the knees to be pretty well aligned over the ankles. For most of us, gravity is pulling knees inward most of the time. There are exceptions. You're here training uh, to be aligned well by strengthening the outer hip muscles. This is a slightly different uh, set of muscles or slightly different uh, muscle than the, the clamshell muscle, which is earlier when we were talking about clamshells, keeping the toes together, keeping the feet together and not raising the whole leg, right? These are the muscles that raise the whole leg. These are the leg lift muscles. Right? And breath in and then release your hands to your mat, walk your feet together. And big toes touch, heels could be together or apart. Uh, for most of us, the feet are shaped such that the heels will be at least slightly apart. Uh, for those of us uh, with with differently shaped feet, uh, you may have your feet, your heels very far apart. Are your second and third toe pointing straight ahead? That's the that's the that, that defines it. So, take a moment, click your heels together, and for most of us, that turns the toes slightly out away from each other, slightly for most of us. Now bring the heels out until second and third toe point straight ahead or second or third toe, just, just something in there, you're getting parallel. Your heel distance now is the right one for you. If bringing your legs as close together is very uncomfortable, walk the feet apart, hip distance, but keep this rotation of the legs. Now, are your knees knocked together? If they are together, but your ankles aren't pressed together, you probably need to activate the outer hip muscles to bring the knees to point in line with the second toe. Do this a couple of times. Knock your knees together and then bring the knees in line with the second toe. Okay. So maybe there's a difference there. Maybe there's not. Uh, you can definitely look at your toes and find out if you're uh, staying with that position. Okay. Then knees aligning with the second and third toe. Whatever muscles need to activate to do that, do that. Come on up to stand mountain pose. Feel that your legs are squeezing everything still in place there. Then hands to heart center and pause. Okay, so we're using this uh, idea of, of hip strength, engagement, knee alignment as a way to stay present in our bodies. Right? That's what this is about in, in yoga. This is a good thing to train uh, for longevity and, and good knee health, yes. Do you have to be perfect about it every time? No. But if you notice this is where uh, if this is your sticky wicket, right? Then that's something to practice in these more simple flows that we're going to do. Right? As we come back to this positioning, what are your legs doing? What are your hips doing? What are your feet and knees doing? Sun A. Inhale, reach up, and exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. High push up or low push up, top of the push up or halfway down. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. 
Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Top of the push-up or halfway down, chaturanga. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, reach up. Fan your toes, fan your fingers. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. High or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lily hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Hide a little. Breathe in. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Stay here. Breathe. Set your gaze to your feet and notice here. Are they pointing straight ahead? Or is one heel turned slightly in, both heels slightly in or out? Can you reorient the feet so that the heels line up with second and third toe? It's okay if you find that your default is in or out. That's Most of us have that. What would what would be like advanced yoga is noticing, right? Like to notice where your body is in space right, is way more advanced than to be able to do fancy things, right? Because a lot of us can make a lot of range of motion happen, but we have no clue how it happened. <laughs> Get these little ranges of motion dialed in, right? You may or may not ever need to do those bigger ranges of motion. Next inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you, three-legged dog. Bend your knee, open your hip. Cool. Rest your standing heel straight down. So you may have found that your heel slid out toward the side as the body kind of moved open. Make sure your, right, your left heel is pointing straight back. So you've got eyes that can help you with that. Now, did your left shoulder dip down? Have you lost the left side? I'll tell you, there's a lot of leaning left here. 
uh, I mean, that's just because we're in California, but there's uh, like actual listing of a lot of bodies to the left. Can you bring your left shoulder in line with your right? Did it go deeper than the right? Bring that back, bring that back, bring that back. So it's hip opening rather than just rolling to the side, right? And a lot of us with more ranges of motion, we'll just flop. It's fine, we flop, but that's not gonna help us get stronger. Press your left hand down and forward. Lift the left arm, lift the left arm, lift the left arm. Do that work. Breath in and then breath out. Step into a low lunge. Okay. Now let's have some time to rock back and forth here. Moving how you need to move. If you want to move forward and back in that linear phase, cool. If you want to take the hips and sweep them side to side across the mat, also cool. Then we'll come to center and shift back to the pyramid. So uh, the back heel is going to stay lifted and point straight back. You can, you can check that with your eyes. If your heel is not lifted, walk the foot back until it lifts. Front toes up off the floor. Maybe the whole front foot off the floor. Maybe not. But uh, lift and pan the toes. Bow over the front leg. Breathe in and breathe out. Now, posterior strengthening for the hip is going to be digging your heel into the mat, like dig for tomorrow. Maybe not tomorrow, because a lot of people have to go back to work tomorrow. Dig for next weekend. Next inhale. Back to low lunge, back knee down. Back knee's going down. We're going to bend the back knee, toes toward the ceiling. Okay. Press the front foot down. Keep the back toes pointing up. Pull the heel as close to your bum as it's going to go with leg muscle strength. We could, a lot of us might want to right now, reach back, catch the foot. Don't do that. Use the hamstring curl. Use the glute muscle. So the glutes, we're going to meet the hamstrings. Uh, my Aunt Susan calls that the thut, where your thigh and your butt come together. Um, Aunt Susan is very, very cool. Uh, she's like, well, my thut hurts. And I was like, what's a thut? That this will make your, your thut hurt. Uh, not hurt, hopefully. Maybe be a little sore tomorrow. Heel to your bum, heel to your bum, heel to your bum. Pull, 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 pull. And then slow release of the foot back to the mat. Shift the right knee back. Child's pose, reach forward. And then walk your hands over to the left. Side bend. A lot of the stuff that's going to align us most and strengthen us most uh, in, the, in the most helpful ways are these things that don't look like they, they don't look like dancer pose or crow pose. Uh, you know, if you want aesthetic practice, I'm probably not your teacher. <laughs> if you want aesthetic anything, I'm probably not your girl. If you want something that's gonna work? This is it. This is uh, this month is brought to you by the fact that I wish somebody would remind me of all of the little tiny important things we're supposed to do to have mobility long term. And then I decided that um, that person was not around. And so I was, I'm going to be that person for you. That's what I decided. <laughs> Come on back to center, hands and knees, tuck your toes, downward facing dog. 
you know, if you're not sure about that whole like what is what about your shoulder dipping and all that you can watch this i'll show you both if you're ready to just stretch feel free uh, so left leg going up right automatically sets the weight over to the right we have to re-anchor in the left right bending the knee and sending all this over here then opening the hip see how my right shoulder wants to come down and down and down the more i open the more i open the more it wants to do this and i can continue to hang on to this and drop and uh, i can do that that's one thing to do right it's one thing to do also puts a whole lot of instability into that shoulder over there right when we're in this position one shoulder drops uh we're we're putting uh, we're putting a lot of faith in something holding us up that's you know this is not it so what we're trying to do with a hip opening right, is to get the hip open but keep this up so this is my hip this is a rotation let's talk about this in, on the floor like it's either twisting or it's rolling over. That first one is kind of a rolling over. The second one is a twist. You want to see it from this direction. Uh, it's, I'm here. My hip can turn where my body stays square. That's a twist. My body starts to do that. That's, uh, that's just destabilizing the pose to get more range of motion for my upper leg. Right? It's like if you're in karate, uh, they, they, to kick higher, they kind of put their head down here because it looks higher because the, the head's down here. That's what we're doing. We're like, I feel higher because one thing is dropped. Right? Come on up to uh, down dog. If you, uh, I, I like how everybody was like, no, no, I don't need to stretch right now. I need to watch. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Take your left leg up now and uh, we'll do this together. So we're just all going to do this. Just notice, feel what's going on in your right arm right now. Strengthen it. Whatever it's doing, it's just strengthen it. Just shore that up. Then bend the knee, open the hip. Right? And now all that strength that you just put in, just let it go, let it go. I mean, if you don't have any shoulder injuries, if you don't have anything that's uh, really going on today, let that get just just really saggy. Saggy is the word that I try not to use. Uh, just like it really saggy. Now, shore it up again. Shore it up and turn your chest as much as you can towards the mat. Won't be perfect, right? It's totally cool that nobody's perfect. And then open the hips as far as you can. So you're moving in two directions. This is always yoga, right? Yoga's always got you with this dynamic tension two things moving in opposite directions, right? And then if, you, if you're advancing your practice and you're practicing on your own, like look for that in every pose. What are the two directions, right? If you don't get the sense of those two directions being equal and opposite, something's got to change. Breath in. Breath out. Slowly come back to center. That was great. And... Big step into a low line. Then take your time, move back and forth any way you want to. Could be the, the linear, could be side to side. And then eventually you're going to bring yourself back to center and come into the pyramid stance where the front leg is straight. You're going to get your back leg to a point where the heel is off the floor and it's lined up with second and third toe. You drop your head, you see that's going on. 
right? That's going to be some back leg lengthening, back of leg lengthening. Then front leg, dig that heel in. That's the moment where you're like, I thought my hamstrings were tight and now they feel like 16 times tighter. Yeah. What we're doing there is we're working the muscle that's being stretched, okay. which sounds a little counterintuitive, but it's really important because we want our legs to be able to lengthen in a strong state. Like if your legs can only weaken, only lengthen in a weakened state, in a passive state, that's not mobility or agility or, or longevity. That That's just laxity which, you know, can feel good. Relaxed stretching is good. We'll get to some of that. Right. But being strong at your range of motion, this is a perfect skiing analogy. <laughs> you get like skiing or skating and you got to like control your legs and they may be going different directions than you want them to go. Right. This is your pose. This is the thing that's working that. The the action that's working here is to bring the legs back to the midline. Right. That, that hamstring action is about bringing that leg back in if you've ever slid on snow or ice, that one leg goes out. We want that to be strong at that point of flexibility to not get hurt. One more breath here. And then rock slowly forward, low lunge back, knee down. Okay, the least fun way to do this. Bend the knee, toes point up. And then as much as you can, heel to bum, heel to bum. Breathe in and breathe out. So good news is while you got the leg back there, front of the leg is stretching. You're keeping that really active. Glute muscles, hamstrings, they're strengthening. You're pulling your chest forward, breathing. Right? A lot going on. Every exhale, go back to, are you engaging hamstring? Are you engaging the glute muscles there? So side note, if you ever see anybody doing this stretching class where they're not catching their foot, and you're like, oh, maybe they can't catch their foot. Maybe. They're trying to strengthen their hamstring and their glute. Like, this is where it's like, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Same thing if you can't quite grab your foot yet, uh, you're probably working harder than the rest of us. So, a little pride in that. One more breath here. and then slow release the foot to the mat and shift back. Child's pose, take a moment. I like to say that one absolves you from that terrible machine at the gym where you hook your heels and then, pull. you guys know what I'm talking about? You lay down and you hook your heels under and then you're like doing reps forever. That's probably still a good thing, but um, yeah. I prefer what we just did. Breath in. Breath all the way out. And come up to hands and knees and down dog. Did you come to down dog? Check the direction of your feet. 
second and third toe and heels. Do that every time. If you do find that you got one that's continually rocking in, no big deal. Uh, do this every time. One year I made that my New Year's resolution to always get my right heel back in place. It took a whole year, but they go parallel now. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. That falls in the category of nerdy things yoga teachers do. Feet together, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Ukatasana, sit low, knees slightly apart. Wherever your ankles are, that's where your knees are. Like a John Kamat Zinn book. Wherever your ankles are, there go your knees. Bow forward, breathe out. I don't think he wrote that book, but wherever you go, there you are is an excellent book. Draw your heart forward, toe heel your feet apart. Right leg back, low lunge. Breathe in, reach up, crescent. Breathe out, hands down, left legs going up and back. Left knee is going to draw to the left elbow. Breathe out. Heel to your bum. Pull it up there. That's the thut muscles. Inhale, reach up and back. Knee across to your right. Again, heel pulls up to the bum. Close as it can get. Inhale, reach up and back. Knee in toward your chest. Rock forward. Heel close to your bum. As close as it can get. Shin is high away from the floor. Step on the center line. Back foot turns flat. Up and around, way two. Left hand, outside left thigh. Use the muscles we use in those clamshells to pull the knee, point straight ahead. Left arm back up, sit deeper. Make sure those muscles are still turned on. Breathe in reverse. Breathe out, side angle pose. Pull the hip underneath you, use your arm inside the leg, to press out on the knee, then hug the knee back into the arm. For three, tighten the right hip. Squeeze the glute muscle toward the hamstring back there. Breath in, reach long. Breath out, turn your chest to your leg. Hands down and step up. Top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Toes and knees pointing the same direction and bow forward, breathe out. Dig your heels in. Ukatasana, knees stay pointing straight ahead in line with second and third toe. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, do a toe heel. This is where it can get messy. Point your toes in that same alignment, straight ahead. Left leg back, low lunge, breathe in, reach up. Feel the ball of your back foot evenly weighted. Hands to heart, to the mat. Right leg, up and back. What's going on in your left shoulder? Did it dip? Knee into your right elbow. Pull your right heel up. When you press back, reach the leg, but also tune into the left shoulder. Is it dipping? Can you lift it? Knee across to the left elbow. Press into your hands. Reach up and back. Both arms really strong, strong frame in the upper body. Bring your knee into your chest. Step, back foot flat. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, take the arm to the outside of the leg. Hand outside there. Turn on those muscles. Point the knee in line with second toe. Arm up, sit lower. 
Next inhale, front palm toward the ceiling. Reach up. Good. And then side angle pose. Bring the arm inside the leg, not on top, but inside. Press out. Then press the leg back into the arm. Stabilizing there. Breath in. Tighten the back leg. Squeeze the left glute muscle. Just hug them into the bone. Just whatever you can squeeze there, do. Every time, reach long. When you exhale, you're going to bring the left hand down, turn the back heel up, feel the ball of your foot evenly weighted side to side, and step up, top of the mat, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, hands to heart center, look straight ahead. Bring your right knee up to hip height, no higher, no lower if, if possible. Knees pointing straight ahead, thigh bones parallel to the floor. Right hand to right thigh. Press the thigh up into the hand and the hand down into the thigh. Good. Yeah. Keep that action. This is the uh, everybody wins scenario where the leg doesn't raise, but the hand doesn't dip. Take that to the side, keep that frame. Thigh lifting the hand, hand pressing into thigh. Bring the knee back to center. Swap hands, same idea, hands pressing the thigh, thighs pressing the hand. Right hand to your hip, turn your chest to the right, continue to press thigh to hand, hand to thigh. Oh yeah, it'd be so much easier to grab that knee, for sure. Thigh to hand, hand to thigh. Tighten your standing leg, shore that in. And then undo it, arms up overhead. Straighten the front leg, don't let the thigh drop. Don't let your weight rock back, don't lean back. Don't look back. Bend the knee, hands to heart, pause, breathe. Pause, breathe, feel what's going on. Close your eyes if you can, you don't need to see anything to know what's going on inside your body. In fact, it's a hindrance to knowing what's going on inside your body. Okay. See if you can just still it down to a listening. But paying attention. There's nothing to fix. There's no problem. You're here practicing yoga, and whether you did that perfectly uh, or you did that like really, really cosmically imperfectly, you still practice. Set your gaze straight ahead. Ground your right foot, left leg's coming up to hip height. Left hand to left thigh. And then you're pushing down with the hand, pulling up with the leg. Manual resistance there, isometric pressure. Right leg, that's that stability muscle. This is where those uh, those clamshells and, and the uh, moving the legs around gets us. We have stable outer and inner thighs for balance. If you have uh, balance the challenge, work on those things. It's the lateral stabilizers that mechanically keep you balanced. Think about it like you're moving side to side. What's going to stop you? Lateral stabilizers. Take the leg out to the side. Squeeze the standing leg. Lift your chest. Lift the back of your head. Press the leg into the hand. Hand into the leg. Gets harder there. Standing leg. Those stabilizers work. Hug them in. 
bring the knee to point forward, right hand on top, left hand to your hip. First, get the leg in that strong frame, then turn your body. Trying to do everything at once will pretty much throw you out of the pose. There's order operations, one step at a time. Strong foundation, strong frame for the pose, then the flourish of the twist. Doesn't look like much of a flourish, but it is, especially for the nervous system. Then come back to center, bring hands to heart. Don't lean back, just extend the leg forward. That's the same principle as like leaning back makes it easier to move the legs around. Makes it easier to balance because you counterpose this, or counterbalance this. Instead, upright. Bend the left knee, foot to the mat, pause, breathe, do nothing. There's lots of wiggles that want to happen. They just don't have to, right? Like I want to pick my right heel up, I want to move my right foot around. Doesn't need to, doesn't need to. It just wants out of an uncomfortable situation, which is the echoes of that balance, right? Next inhale, reach up, mountain. When you exhale, bow forward. Good. Inhale, lift halfway. When you exhale, lift your heels and bend your knees, crouching down. Got a little crouch. Okay, so you can start to drop your heels in this crouch. They may get to the floor. They may not. You might take your hands off the floor. You might, when you take your hands off the floor, be able to shift back into the heels. You might reach the arms forward, knees out to the sides, and be in butterfly without plopping. Yeah, or you might plop. That's yeah. Answer the V. Bow in. That signal, we're butterfly stretching, everything's fine. This is taking you back to kindergarten when it was like, smell your toes. Like maybe, oh, smell your toes. I don't know. All right, we're going to bring spine upright, soles of the feet to the floor, hands back behind you, and lean out a little bit. Just lean out a little bit. So you're leaning into your hands, lifting your chest up, spine in. Round the back out, feel what that is, right? So that's uh, like moving toward mongoose pose. And the navel center in, but pull your spine in too, to neutral. And then spine really in, like you're trying to go for back bend. Shoulder blades squeeze together. Right? Press your heels down, lift just your tailbone. Follow that with your hips. Keep the idea of the spine Pulling in, so no rounding and overemphasis on spine coming in for table. Breath here. Squeeze the shoulder blades toward each other. Breath out. Take your hips down toward your heels. Lower down. We'll go to uh, elbows and mongoose. You can extend your legs and mongoose too if you really want to make it look like a little mongoose. And then slowly all the way down. Hug your knees in side to side. A rock. A little enjoyment. Honestly, we don't do mongoose that often because uh, not all of us love it, but I don't know the plural of mongoose, whether it's gooses, mongooses or mongoose. So does anyone want to like offer that up? Like a good little mongoose, do you know? Emily Wolper, I'm betting that you know. 
I'm like, I'm just going to like go on and say like, yeah, yeah. One of the English teachers in here knows. Mongoose, mongoose. Come back to center and hug. Then left foot to the floor, right leg up straight, catch behind the hamstring, flex the foot. Now for a moment, we're going to do what we did in that pyramid pose, which is rest the leg into the hand. Feel that. That's an active end range engagement. But then we're laying on our back and it's almost your boss in the time, so we're going to stop that. And you're just going to use your arms to draw the leg toward you to a degree that pleases you in this moment for the way that it feels in your leg. Close your eyes and sweep your breath across any bits of tension, any tangles, any knots. Then soften that up and you're going to bend your right knee, taking the whole leg across the left. So sitting cross-legged in a skirt or a, like your eagle cross. But yeah, the, the shin's not going to cross. The shin's not going to do anything. You're just going to sit here. You're going to hug the shin bones toward each other. And you see that the thigh bones are crossed, so it's not reclined pigeon. Looking at the more eagle, and taking your knees over. Outer heels. Also get some some pelvic floor strength in as well. So you keep that really strong sensation of work, and just turn it back to the. Just a really nice stretch. Be weight for. Go much more into the low back area for most of us. And if it's too much, you're just going to let it go. You're going to stack the knees instead. Breathe here. Left shoulder blade heavy to the floor. So this one, because it's really, uh, we call passive, which that's not a bad word. It's just, it's just relaxed, right? Uh, we're going to uncross the legs here. So really important that you take the weight off. And that way, that big stretch that you just got for your low back doesn't get interrupted when you slowly come back to center, right? You can tell in that first one, we used a lot of strength. That move. Uh, after that deep stretch for the low back, we don't, we don't want to put it under duress. So... You have a moment, 
Feel the two sides of your low back. There's a good chance you want to lift your rib cage, move it back to center. It probably shifted the transition. That's cool. Uh, move what you need to move. Then we're going to take the left. That the stretching we do in here, that is the passive stretching, is meant to help relax the nervous system and to give comfort to tense muscles. Okay. That Those are good things in and of themselves. The other stuff we've been doing, a lot of the, the activation work, that's for our ability to move well. Also, really good thing to do. Okay, from here... Slow release of this, and you're going to cross the left leg, that deep cross of the, the eagle cross of the thighs, the sitting in a short skirt cross of the thighs. And then we're going to take the knees first over to the right. Over to the right. Have that sensation. There's a shin bone and a knee, right? The, the left shin bone. If you can still feel which is left and which is right, left shoulder is going to lift up into the right knee. That leg that's crossed over, and then uh, once you cross the knee, it's it's underneath. Right? That's pulling up, and the knee is just that thigh is just heavy. It's it's working its way down with gravity. You don't have to push too hard. But you're doing a lot of work with the left shin, and by uh, extension or, or by creation, it's up at the uh, the hip that's really doing the work. These are lateral. Across, we're going to the other side, and now we totally change the tone. You may need to pick up your hips, you may need to shift things around, be comfortable with your low back. We want for the right side to be getting just a really nice, relaxed opening. If it turns into kind of a pinching on the left side, that's your sign that you've gone too far, you don't need to go that far. There's no need to collapse one side to lengthen the other. Breathe in and breathe out. That's another sign, right? There's no need to hold your breath to get a relaxing stretch because those two things don't, they don't work. Long, slow, relaxing breath to get that relaxation in the stretch. 
then you're going to uncross the legs. So this just creates a lot of ease as you come back to center and then hug the knees in. Take happy baby or any other finishing posture you like. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. When you're ready to move again, you start with your fingers and your toes. And you roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Big shoulder shrug. Pause here, lift your rib cage, make as much space as possible between hips and heart, and then from heart to brain, same thing. Breathe here. And we'll draw hands together at heart center. Thumbs to forehead center. That was great, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Super well done. Awesome. Enjoy your day. See you soon. Thanks, guys. Happy skiing, John. <laughs>